I'm Pamela Portnoy. I'm Alexa Marie Anderson. And no one's okay. <laughs> Welcome. Hello. We're here. In, we're here. I'm in a chair again. Let's hope that I don't lose sound. Oh my God. Honestly, I was uh, looking through that episode um, like two days ago and it was so funny. I just couldn't believe it. I was you like, were really? so resigned to the situation. <laughs> You're like, I was like, I don't know how to help. I everything's plugged in. I don't know what's going on. Um, it couldn't have happened with like a um, a more understanding person. I know. Yeah, Esther is a sweetheart. That was so amazing. That yeah, it was her and not like. I don't. I know mean, who, I don't think anyone that we would have had on would have. That is true. That is but, true. But. It was just really funny. I felt, yeah, helpless. I felt helpless too. I was like, guys. My big advice was unplug and plug back in maybe yeah, or just like. I, I think I just left the Zoom and came back and it was okay. So yeah, that was some magic. I don't know. It's kind of like back in the days, um, which I, I didn't participate in this phenomenon, but like people like played with their Nintendo things and like it was the the plug-in video games it was just like a block and how you would fix it is you'd blow on it yes yeah I remember (laughs) Mario Kart being like that yeah that's the only game I ever played ever in my entire life so I'm so bad at video games I don't know how to oh I'm terrible like I never won I was always in last place I'd have to like look down at the remote and just like I I wouldn't know what I was doing like the concept of looking at the screen and doing the remote stuff like I mostly just participated so I could be Princess Peach and because everyone else was playing. <laughs> I think that's that was my character, like, on the very rare occasion that I would join my friends in college. Yeah. yeah. Princess Peach or Luigi. Yeah. Or my very, nice. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Anyways, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Yeah, I, I think we're stalling. <laughs> Guys, guys, we're talking about Bridgerton today. Um, <laughs> if you were curious, we um, were trying to stay on top of these trends that everyone's on. You know, like on top of yeah. the TV and movie trends, and yes. Bridgerton seems to have been the latest one. I can't really think of one since. That's Queen's happened. Gambit, I feel like, was the one before that, which we didn't talk before about. That. Which, yeah, which I love. We would have had Real a quick lot side to note. say. Oh, that was so good. So good. So good. I just think, I think there's no, I think it's interesting to talk about this one because I feel like there is some like divide with the opinions. Whereas like Queen's Gambit was just like hands down, like that was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so I feel like it would just be us being like, we loved it. <laughs> yeah. And and I think you're, you're so right about that. Like not only do I feel like people's reactions to Bridgerton are divided, I feel like my own reaction to it is divided. And mm-hmm. with Queen's Gambit, I, I haven't talked to one person who's seen it that didn't love it. Agreed. Because it's a masterpiece, but. Yeah. And this is also just very, like, specific genre-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, just jumping right into it, I think as escapism, it's beautiful. I think it depends on how you view it, right? Like, I think it could be very confusing, which is when you said you're like, I'm confused on how I feel about it. Like I kind of felt the same way just because it's like, is it historical fiction or is this pure fantasy? Like someone please break it down for me. Cause there were a lot of issues with that Yeah, as a viewer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's where the confusion comes from. And then the opinion of maybe not loving it so much, mm-hmm. but if you're just watching it as pure fantasy, like cool, awesome. I couldn't like I and I was loved not. it at first like I I was yeah. very my like gut reaction was oh my gosh what is this I love this I couldn't stop watching it mm-hmm. and then towards the end I started feeling a little unsatisfied I dropped off towards the end as well um and I think and I'll just be blunt like if I wanted to watch porn, I would just watch porn. That's really funny. Um, it was That's a lot of at. sex, which I honestly like. 
I'm fine with that. I'm fine with it, but then it like loses its it it loses its sparkle a little bit because you're like, okay, this is just a lot of the same thing happening over and over again. And the sexual tension to me is what keeps my my drive to watch something. And I just completely lost that. Like I would have been totally fine with the first the first sex scene their night after they got married and like the one in the rain, I would have been like, great living. But then it just was like a whole montage. And I was like, is where, um, where's the plot? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I think the magic of a lot of shows has to do with the will they or won't they? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, I know you didn't get that far into the office quite yet, but like the whole show for me and a lot of people that are, um, I know that are fans of the show, a lot of it hinged on like, will Jim and Pam get together or won't they? And the smartest thing to do is to like stretch that out as long yep. as humanly possible. Yep. But because that was kind of taken away and we were just jumped into like, yeah, you know, the marriage, um, it kind of took some of the allure away. I mean, that's, that's for sure. When I dropped off is like mm-hmm. after they got married, um, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well now they're together. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I thought it was interesting that they like some of the problems that they created, um, for their marriage. Um, but I don't know, like, did you feel like everyone's backstory was like flush flushed out enough. Like I, I don't know. It felt like a lot of, there were really interesting problems and really interesting conflicts going on, but I don't know, for me, it felt like they could have dived in more deeply. Like, I feel like they presented a problem and then it was solved. Like it wasn't. Well, I just felt like it wasn't deep enough. Like Daphne was a girl who, all she wanted in life was to get married and have kids, right? Which is normally in that time period. Yes, that is your goal as a woman. And I understand that much more interested in, um, Eloise's story, by the way, just quick. So I know <laughs> her, um, remind me, Eloise is the one investigating, um, uh, who, um, lady whistle down is right. Yes. And yeah. she's just much more fiery and she doesn't want to do the whole debutante thing. And I just feel drawn to her more as a person. Totally. But going, going back to Daphne, I just think there's not enough death depth in that so much and it's like also she doesn't know how babies are made and so that gets a little confusing and then also this is super controversial but I'm gonna say it because this is why we're here um I think it's questionable whether that one scene with them is considered like rape what scene are we talking about the scene where she like she finds out what needs to happen for her to have a baby and yeah. she forces him to, yeah, for lack of a better word, like, yeah, that's an interesting, it's something I picked up. And I thought that I that was it. like such a big fucking betrayal. I also think it's just not on part it might of her be character. Right. Yeah. As you know what I'm saying? As we know her. I don't know. That's how I felt about it. And if and if it was, if if it felt that way to you, I feel like they could have really done more with her desire to have a family. They could have done more with them right. with her trying to figure out like what the you know his. I think it's just the depth of if it. She I think was both, both saying the same thing. It's like the backstory. Like, but the, I I felt awful watching that. Yeah, super too. uncomfortable. Um, and an interesting choice, but I mean, I think, I think rape would be the right word. Yeah. I don't know. I like, I'm not an expert on any of this. I just like am commenting on what, like, it was awful. Yeah. And it's interesting because there are hints at like super progressive parts of the show. Mm -hmm. And then there are other parts where it's like, well, why aren't they just communicating? Exactly. Well, and it's, I also feel like different characters are informed in different ways. Like Lady, Lady Danbury is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite characters in the show. Mm -hmm. And she makes a comment um, when she's talking about, I think like historically, I think it's like George 
King George the Third marries, I think, um, Celeste or whatever. It, this is historical, but basically, she says love conquers all. So it's aware to like those, like the black characters in the show. Race is a thing. She mm-hmm. makes that comment, so she makes it clear that she that race is they see race, but like then it's ignored throughout the entirety of the show. And I think it's beautiful and lovely that uh, we have black characters playing upper class Mm -hmm. citizens. I think that is beautiful. That is not the problem. I just think it's like, it's based in the Regency era. So you're completely ignoring the violent history. So I don't know. It's like hard for me. Again, I go back to like historical fiction or like complete pure fantasy. And I think I struggled with that throughout the whole thing. Yeah, I I one hundred percent agree with you. I feel like it was so beautiful and refreshing to see mm-hmm. um, representation. Um, you know, a diverse group of people in this cast and um, playing all kinds of different characters. Yeah, but it was it was kind of just done without diving deeper into it. Yeah, yeah. Like I think yeah you, I, what. Is this the scene that you were talking about where she says, like, um, where she's explaining, like, how they became, uh, Mm -hmm. how he became the Duke? It's like, oh, a a king fell in love with, you know. And her name is Charlotte. Sorry, I said Celeste, but I misspoke. It's Charlotte. Charlotte. Um, Um, And that's, you know, how we got here. So it was mentioned, but then it wasn't talked about after that. Well, and it's just race is completely ignored by, um the white cast. So it's just like, I, it was very confusing to me where it's like, okay, should we be telling this story or that story? Or are we just ignoring history altogether? Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it's like, you have to choose like almost like pick a lane. Yeah. That's so interesting. I, I totally see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Just, but not to say that I didn't like enjoy the oh, writing I fucking and the world loved and it. all of that, all of that. I'm just pointing out like, the issues in it, which I think is interesting because a lot of people were kind of mad about the Golden Globe. Um, what happened? The I'm Golden so Globe. Like, no, no, no. This is probably the most casual I've ever been about tackling a film or television show. No, no, no. You're I'm fine. like, what? what is happening? Who? No, no, you're fine. Like, they didn't get any Golden Globe nominations. And a lot of people were like, what the heck? Like, blah, 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 blah. Like, all these things. And then Emily in Paris got a couple. But I think. I heard that wasn't that great. It isn't, but I think people need escapism so, so badly right now. Yeah. Emily in Paris is purely beautiful escapism. And I think the problem with Bridgerton is that, like, it could have been that, but I think how they chose to tell the story in that time period kind of hindered them. It's so interesting because it evoked a lot of strong feelings that are very hard to put into words. And I Mm -hmm. feel like that's a win in itself because these are really important topics. These are really difficult conversations to have. And Mm -hmm. it is creating these conversations in between people, but at the same time, it's, it's a little problematic because it's not, like you said, picking a lane. Like I, I would, I would love to kind of keep the storyline, keep the char- the casting, the characters the way it is. But I would love yeah. to know more. I would love to yeah uh, about that world it, it, historically. Like I would like to know more about. I mean, and I think that's just me because I have a strong sense of like, you know, I love history and I love nonfiction and I love all those things. So I think that might be my own brain too, just like being a little bit extra judgy. But yeah, I, I did enjoy myself. I think it's always nice to watch a new show and have art in your life. For sure. It's a super fun show. The acting's amazing. I absolutely love the guy that plays, um, this, uh, the Duke Simon. Simon. Um, my gosh, he's so handsome and he's so talented. Very talented. Um, very, oh, they're all super talented. All super oh yeah. Talented. Everyone's very good. Um, yeah, this was just one of those, like I was so gung ho about talking about it, but now that we're talking about it, it's it's difficult, I think, for me to have a conversation about it because it's I felt so strongly that I was like, I mean, you know, I was raving about it when I first watched it. And then I watched the last two episodes last night and I'm just kind of like, I don't know how I feel about this. 
Um, I also, yeah. f- you know, they're, they are coming out with a season two and, um, which I will give it a shot. I don't know if they knew that they were going to do a season two when they wrapped it up because it kind of felt like wrapped up in a bow almost. Mm-hmm. It did. And it I, did. I'm like, I don't know where they're going to take this now. Um, I want to know more about Eloise. I want to know more about Eloise. <laughs> I, I did want, I do want to know more about Lady Whistledown and I want to know. Yeah. Those are the two main ones that I think they're probably going to take into season two the most. Mm-hmm. I do feel like the problems between Simon and Daphne were solved too easily. Totally. I absolutely agree. Um, it's just, it just seemed very surface level. I think we just keep going back to that. Like we need more depth. Like all of a sudden he was down to have kids at the end, you yeah. know? Yeah. Which, um, just cause she made an appeal to him in the rain. I don't know. <laughs> like it, it felt, it, I, I completely, I think agree. it was his decision that he made when he was young it was such a profound and fucking difficult decision to make. And yes, I get that they love each other. I don't know. It just felt a little easy for me, but maybe that's just me and maybe I'm pessimistic. No, I, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, here's the thing. The show was certainly impactful. People are writing music. I know. This is why like, I'm like dying to talk about it, but like, I feel like nothing coherent is coming out of my mouth right now. No, no, that's not true. I... I think it's fascinating to see like the response to it. I mean, people are li- quite literally writing music to like make this thing a musical. Yeah. It's, which is kind of crazy. Like that's, it's blowing up all over TikTok. I guess I'm one of those people now that like knows what's happening on TikTok. That's really funny because I am too. I swear to you, I was on TikTok the other night for several hours just watching this one account and I get it now. Yeah, I think it's two women. I didn't do too much research that like started writing music to um, Bridgerton and Eloise. They wrote a song like for Eloise's character and it's pretty badass. Um, I will say the score is is very well done. Oh, the music is super cool. I'm like, so is that good. Thank You Next by Ariana Grande on the violin? Oh, I, I didn't even yeah. like notice. I remember oh, towards yeah. like the beginning of the show, they were definitely playing like a lot They're, of modern pieces that way yeah they're all like modern modern music being played uh classically which i think is super freaking smart and cool i loved the scene where she went into the women's club um where they were like gambling yeah there was this epic music playing i don't know what it was did you happen to pick up a song that it was they, I only remember like a few times I was like, is that thank you next? Or is that like, I can't even tell you right now, but I, I don't know for sure what they were playing, but probably yeah. something like a, a pop. It was so badass. It, that, that whole scene when she's walking in to that club was so gorgeous. And mm-hmm. they, I mean, it was so decadent. Like they, the set design, the costumes, the score, um, it's all beautifully put together. I just want, I guess my problem is I wanted more. Yeah. More, more depth a little bit. And I, I really wanted to like get into these characters and get into the history, get into everything. I, yeah, I couldn't agree more to be honest with you. I just needed, yeah. I needed more history, more backstory. It was I mean, people keep saying, and I can't not agree, uh, that it's kind of like Gossip Girl. Yes. But set in the Regency era, which is very, I love it's smart. Sorry, I just, yeah, very smart. I love listening to uh, Julie Andrews' voice. Mm-hmm. That was super soothing. I was like, oh, hey, girl, this is nice. Love that. I did really love that and enjoyed um, the, the narrating uh was was the narration was great throughout i i that was absolutely yeah it was very stylized i thought that Mm -hmm. they came up with something super well put together yeah costuming beautiful yeah as we talked about with parker york smith um yeah amazing amazing costumes yeah i love all i love seeing 
of course, I always love to see beautiful redheads on screen. So I was yeah. like, yes, represent. Love that for you. <laughs> um, yeah. The relationship between the brother and the actor, the singer. Singer, the opera singer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't think too much into that. I felt some type of way towards the end about it. Um because there were times where I was loving them and then towards the end I kind of loved that she dumped him like that but also I don't know it just didn't track for me I don't know what my problem is you don't have a problem <laughs> I always have a problem this is, we're, this, no you don't have a problem you mean like their relationship I, I, I'm I'm always like loving everything i guess that we talk about on the show and i thought i would have like so many like positives and i have so many positive things to say but i mm-hmm. just i never um i don't know like this show really got me thinking which i guess is probably one of the intentions of the showrunner mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. is to start conversations listen you're not alone that's what art's mixed- supposed to do yeah like you're not alone in having mixed feelings about it either like this i've heard i was having a conversation with a friend from college over instagram about it like and she was not and she's like very into you know period pieces and she's like a shakespeare gal and things like that and she was like i'm not gonna say her name because i don't know if she wants to be shared so but she basically was like that was rife with issues and i was like Yes, I kind of, you know, agree. Like, you're not the only one who's feeling like the, like, the problematic parts of it, but also Mm -hmm. it has a lot of beauty. So it's like, I think as a viewer, you are confused. I think that's where I feel. I'm like, I'm honestly genuinely confused as to like, if I enjoyed that or if I didn't. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, um, there wasn't like one particular person maybe with the exception of Eloise, that I was just like 1,000% on board with. Connected to as a person. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that as well. I felt really connected to Eloise and then everyone else. I was just like trying to figure out their things. I was like, okay, why this? Why that? Oh, we're doing this now. Okay. Um, also, Lady Danbury loved her. I, I do, But again, I want to know more. But I want to know more. I also am thinking about her, like the actress that played her, which I will butcher her name if I try to say it. I'm pretty sure. Um, and I should have looked up how to say it. But she is uh, beautiful and yeah. grounded. And I, she was one of my favorite uh, favorite characters. Yeah, she's great. To be honest with you. Um, every time she was on screen, I was like, oh, breath of fresh air. Yeah, for I sure. Like, I was like, here she comes to like be the voice of reason that I've been waiting for because I'm confused. For sure. Yeah, and it just maybe I don't know if it was the length of the the I mean just because it was kind of a short season and there were so many characters to kind of try to it's not easy to like make to write a show with like well-rounded characters um and there are numerous uh people to dive into. I mean, they got mm-hmm. into the backstory with um, not only the Bridgertons, but the Featheringtons and the dad and then mm-hmm. the girl who was pregnant, which I also had a problem that like, I understand back then it was really scandalous to be pregnant, but I feel like they didn't, um, that they just kind of made her villainous and yeah. that was just it. I Oh, completely, completely. And the part with the tea was really confusing. Which when she tea? Was drink- when she was drinking that tea, I think to... Oh, I thought she was trying to maybe i was half asleep but like i thought she was trying to kill herself oh i thought she was trying to kill the baby well she was and then okay. i got conf- yeah I right but it was a little right like the fact that we had we were confused on that like i don't know a lot of things weren't completely fleshed out which is interesting too because it's based off a book series i mean it's not like um like a medical show so i don't like nec- i don't think it's important for us to know like okay well why was she, I thought she was dead when she, when um that girl found her? Yeah, 
but then she was fine and still pregnant. I don't know. It was just very confusing. Yeah, there was a little bit of confusion with that. I I kind of want to read the book series now just because I'm curious. I th- I hear there are a lot of differences between the books and really? the show. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wonder how the book is, honestly. Yeah. That's where my curiosity is now. If you do read it, we'll tackle it for a... On for my other podcast on Facebook, <laughs> we, can come, we can come full circle. Yeah, no, I just Heck think, yeah. I just think those are my thoughts and my feelings. I have, yeah, I feel like this was just a word vomit episode because I had a lot of feelings, but I couldn't really put the thoughts to them as much. That's yeah, okay. I that's guess. completely fine. <laughs> We're just shooting the shit. Thank you for your support. I really appreciate it. We're just shooting the shit about Bridgerton. And I think it's an interesting topic to to tackle because I think, yeah, I think it's like we said, it's a little bit controversial and very, conf- a little confusing. Totally. But- and I, I am a very, very, very big fan of historical fiction and period pieces. And there are so many wonderful, alluring things about this, but then- Towards the second to last in the last episode, I was just getting frustrated. Yeah. Yes. I was too. I actually had a pause. Like I was binge watching it. And then towards the end, I think it was like the second to last episode. I like couldn't finish it. And it took me forever to get back to it and then go forward to the last episode as well. Like I just, I lost a lot of um, interest, but I did. Because I kind of hated Daphne for what she did. I know me too. I think that's where my interest, like after that scene, I, I, um, I didn't understand. I didn't understand her character anymore. She was kind of all over the map a little bit. Yeah. I didn't understand her character, but you know what? As humans, we are too. Like I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to like, this is the, it is the human experience. And I think sometimes just even as a person, I make choices that I'm like, uh, not totally. that. Not that per se. Oh, no, definitely not that. But not that. But like, you know, I just I'm trying to like think of it in a real way. And when I watch relationships on screen that are, you know, problematic. Usually I can find some sort of relatability, not to say that they were completely Mm -hmm. unrelatable, but there were like some fights they had and they'd like fight, make up, fight, make up. And I, I wouldn't be tracking it emotionally with I'd yeah. like, I'd be like, what, what is happening? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the closest film I felt that way about was Eternal Sunshine, but that film tracks emotionally yeah, gonna, for both yeah. characters completely. Like I right. understand where mm-hmm. they were both coming from at all times. At this yeah. um this one I felt very lost. I agree. I agree. I totally agree. I will will you be watching season 2? I probably will peek in. Yeah. And see what's, what's I like happening. that. I'll probably peek in. I'll probably peek in. Just a little uh, look see, through the shutters. Just, like, just be like is Eloise here? <laughs> what do you think of the big reveal with um Lady Whistledown. Yeah, I kind of had a, I kind of did have a hunch it was her. Um, I had like thoughts here and there, like yeah, probably like at some point before, like Eloise thought it was the seamstress. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that maybe it could be the seamstress, and then I'd like yeah. change my mind. And then every time we would go back to, what is her name? I'm forgetting her name now. This is like the most unprepared I've ever been for a podcast. Um. The girl that it ended up being. When it went back to her, um, I was like, oh, it's probably her. Mm-hmm. She had a great moment, great acting moment. First of all, she's a phenomenal actress, um, this this woman. Um, but when Eloise told her her theory that it was the dressmaker, um, her reaction was fucking brilliant. Agreed. Sorry, I'm just looking it up because I I can't remember her character name and I like need to know right now. Yeah. Speak. Um. Da 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 da. 
Oh, Genevieve is her name in the show. I did not know that. I, that would not have been a guess of mine. <laughs> I feel like her introduction is a little bit, like, I can't remember her introduction. Do they call her something else? Like, does she have a nickname? Like, I kind of feel like yes. Um, but the actress, the actress is Catherine Drysdale. She's very good. Um, yeah. I, I loved her reaction when Eloise told her her theory. Yes, I did as well. And I, um, I, I loved how they put together that moment where she almost got caught. And she's like, it's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> that was good. I enjoyed that. That's probably, it's, it's really, it's an interesting storyline. Also the, um, the relationship between the queen and the king oh. broke my heart. But again, I want to know more. They're tackling so many storylines. That mm-hmm. might be the problem, that they're only yeah. really skimming the surface. Yeah. Like, maybe I mean, this should have been done in 16 episodes, you know? I don't absolutely. know, so they could go do more. I mean, I couldn't have done what they did, so I can't... Oh, fuck like, no. Like, I can't write this show. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know. Who like, the fuck am I right. to say anything? Like, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, so, like, the fact that they got there are you like you said like there are so many storylines they're trying to tackle and so maybe that was just part of the the problem um but because they do dive a little bit into literally everybody yes yes um but i think as a human i feel like i can only focus on so many characters too i don't know if that's like my attention span i don't know if that's bad but i think that that's part of it as a viewer as well yeah we also just came off of Queen's Gambit, which is literally, like, just a focus on one person. Yeah. Which I loved. I know. I was like, can I be your friend? This, like, whole conversation kind of reminds me of something my grandmother used to say. She used to say that um, every family, every person is a world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, even going back to our episode that hasn't aired yet, but is going to with Sonder. Oh yeah. Well, Anthony would, Anthony would be so proud of us. <laughs> it would be for, for our listeners. I think it would be the episode that airs before this one, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so coming check that one out coming for yep. a full circle. Yes. Yes. Anthony was so lovely. Um, should have talked about Bridgerton with him. I wonder if he watched it. Probably That's not. interesting. We're gonna I have him know. back. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna tackle we're, that dictionary. We'll oh, I love that. Love Dic- that dictionary of obscure sorrows. Here Thank we come. You. Yes, here we come. Is there anything else about Bridgerton? I feel like I butchered this whole thing. No. Why am I being stop, so insecure today? Stop Whatever. Saying that. Stop saying. We're editing that out. Stop saying. <laughs> Listen, it's our, it's how we felt it in our bones when we watched it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Listen, I fully, we're not experts. I'll say that a million times. I'm not a writer. I don't know anything. Um, I'm just am here to tell you how I, we know as people, what we feel and coming from the perspective of being actors, we know how we feel. Yes. That's a good point. I forgot. I also do that sometimes. (laughs) I forgot what I do. You forgot <laughs> that, like, sometimes I like to play pretend. Kata's, like, getting an audition for the show. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, sign me up. If, if we, I would deleting, fucking deleting, love it. We're deleting this episode if any of Hi, showrunners. We would love to be on this show. Please don't take anything I mean, yeah. we said personally. If yeah. anything, it's because we feel so strongly about it. Yeah, I feel like it was all constructive criticism, you know, like nothing that they probably didn't know. Yeah, they're smarter than Let's we are. Give them criticism. Great, good, fabulous. I'm joking. I'm joking. Beautiful. I think um, I said my pieces. I said something. Something probably gonna said. probably never gonna get a call for that show anytime. So I'm kidding. <laughs> Look at your non-existent watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Very good. Are you okay? I'm. I'm good. I did have. <laughs> I'm good. 
<laughs> good. I did have like a slight, okay. You know, when you are shaving your legs, it looks like I have, like, I haven't done that in a long time. I honestly well, don't know what that's like. I decided, I decided I was going to shave my legs and, um, you know, when you like Nick the ball of your ankle mm. and it's like the tiniest cut, but it's like, Oh, I'm bleeding out. Yeah. It's done for. I'm gonna yeah. lose a limb. Like yep. that happened to me today, and I was like hobbling around trying to find like band aids and things. That so sucks. Have, I'm sorry. No, it's all good. It, it the th- the thing is like it's not even a big deal. Like it's literally. I'm guessing because there's no fat in that area because it's like literally your bone. It's is, probably like, like right? two millimeters the cut. Yeah, it's so tiny, but I think I guess because like, like pool of blood. It's like here are all my capillaries right there and that one spot. <laughs> I said that's so weird. Capillaries. My capillaries. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm great, actually. But um, I did nearly have a near-death experience in the shower this morning. But other than that, doing great. Good. Happy I to am. hear it. Yeah. Are you okay? No. <laughs> I know. I didn't say no. Damn it. Sorry. It's fine. Just don't apologize. Um, we're doing great. Um, I, what happened? I'm just tired. I'm really trying to correct my sleep schedule, you know, story Mm -hmm. of your life, story of my life. Um, and I believe in you though. I was with my family last night, um, masked and everything, but we, watched like half it we finished off Shit's Creek for them they were watching it uh, and we finished around midnight last night and so I got home super late and then I watched two episodes of Bridgerton and so I didn't get to sleep until like three in the morning and then I uh woke up to work out um with a friend of mine shout out he knows who he is on zoom and it was it was like n- normal people don't have a problem with meeting people on Zoom at 11 a.m., but when you go to bed at like 3, 3.30 and then get up to work out at 11, like... Is it just because you're like lying in bed and you can't sleep? Or well, I that? last night I was do- I was watching Bridgerton, but like mm-hmm. usually it's because I'm just literally in the dark lying there just like... Tossing and turning. Thinking and tossing and turning. And it's miserable. I've taken to like putting on a really boring book on tape. Oh. Not boring book, but like a very, someone with a very soothing voice. Mm Mm-hmm. And just like putting a sleep timer and falling asleep to that. Yeah. Usually reading will put me to sleep sometimes. Like actually reading Mm -hmm. or uh, music. I will put on some music to try to fall asleep but we've talked about this before and I guess I'm an odd human for that you know it's funny because now I'm just doing the books on tape thing or like a meditation and falling asleep to that you before I would need dead silence but now it's I think mm. my brain's too loud so I need something to drown out my brain have you on Netflix they have oh my gosh what is it it's a meditation like series where you can like meditate with this guy what's his name oh my gosh I need this, whatever this is. It's like, oh, Shane would know. Crap. Chill something. Chill, chill. Hold on. I'm going to type in meditation on Netflix and see what happens. That sounds right. Right? It'll tell me what it is. But he has an app, too, because Shane has used it before. And I'm not one. Headspace. Headspace. Oh, yeah. I've used Headspace. Headspace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's on Netflix now. Like he has a series. I think I've seen it as I was scrolling. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Shane and I actually did the first episode one night and it was actually quite nice because I'm bad at quieting my thoughts as well, which is really weird because I don't have, usually don't have a problem getting to sleep. I don't know how that works because I am, my brain is always busy. Um, but yeah, that was actually lovely. We did that a couple weeks ago for the first time and I don't meditate and I was like, oh, that's nice. I've been listening to like um, something on iTunes for meditation okay. and that's nice. Um, working on it, you know, I, I, I got a pillow mist. Oh, like a lavender 
Yeah. That's it's nice. lavender. It's like a blend of lavender and like a couple other things. And I missed it Ooh. on my pillows and it smells so good. I don't know if it works, but it just smells really good. It might. Um, I got something called a warmy. What's oh that? God. I'm like about to tell you my life. Um, these are the desperate things I do to try to sleep. I've Wait, been taking what magnesium. Is do my pillow miss and then there's a warmy which is basically like a fuzzy sack of flaxseed or chia seed i don't know which one of the two and lavender and you put it you can either put it in the freezer and like wear it, like put it on your head when you have a headache or you can Ooh. put it in the microwave oh like the the scent of lavender like wafts up and like warms you so i like like to put it on my chest like to try to get sleepy oh i like that it feels I- very nice and you but also have, don't you? It's you, so late. Can you sleep? Can you? I don't have a weighted blanket. Can you sleep with your weighted blanket on? I did last night, but I woke up with a headache because I, it's, it's so warm and like yeah. I'm not going to like flop it off of me in the middle of the night because it's so heavy. So like I woke up a little dehydrated. I have problems. <laughs> Welcome to the life of an insomniac, you guys. <laughs> welcome i'm dead i've only i've only experienced this insomnia like well actually i guess it wouldn't be insomnia right because it's like constant right if you can't constantly can't fall asleep yeah okay so i don't have that but i have had trouble falling asleep only a few times in my life and i think you can have like bouts of insomnia right Yeah. yeah well i mostly just wake up a lot i don't have any problems falling asleep i just wake up a shit ton I wake up when, like, I've had a lot of wine the night before. Well, I'm always The alcohol – that's what I think it might be. The alcohol wakes you up in the middle yeah, of the night. Something I, also, ha- I don't know what it happens scientifically to your body, but something yeah. in it causes you to wake up. I also have something called – which I self-diagnose, but, like, my mom has it too. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure this is what I have. Um, Dr. Anderson, at it again. <laughs> just – empty um <laughs> restless leg syndrome i definitely oh, yeah. have it it is awful like the i will wake up in the middle of the night with the constant like feeling that i need to like move my legs can we call it something else like i know this is like a diagnosable like medical condition but like can we call it like dancing feet yeah like something nice <laughs> like, I feel like i have all these neurological issues i'm like well just put me away i have dancing feet <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So I wake up. I wake up a lot to pee. I definitely have like my anxiety definitely comes through in my sleep habits because I pee like multiple times a night. And Did you say rabbits? Habits? Rabbits? Rabbits. We're hunting rabbits. Rabbits. Um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like my anxiety definitely comes out at bedtime. I feel like everyone out there is probably dealing with this in some way, shape, or form. I saw this amazing meme the other day, which was, it said, me wondering why I'm feeling anxious for no reason in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, that's so relatable. Yeah, because I, and I felt this like two days ago, I was just like in a shitty mood and I was like, I had all this pressure on my chest, I was feeling anxious. And I'm like, why? Literally nothing's wrong. Why am I feeling this way? And I'm like, oh, the world. Cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or it's weird. Like I'll worry about something and then like, then I'll like forget what I was worrying about. And then I'll be like, wait, I I don't think there was anything to be worried about. You get worried that you forgot what you're worried about. You're like, I'm missing something. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm wor- I should be worried, but I'm not worried. And then I start to worry. And then I'm like, wait a second, I have nothing to worry about. Like, I'm not well. Stop just- worrying. There's nothing <laughs> to worry about. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a problem, but I'm sure yeah, we're not the only ones. It's a thing. It's, it's so a thing. For sure a thing. You guys, if it's a thing, comment below. Please do. Please tell us your things because then we'll seem it'll make us feel a little more. Here's what we're going to do. Comment what your sleeping, uh, like, tips are. Does anyone else have a warmie or a pillow mist or take magnesium? Um, I've been doing sleepy tea. That's another one. But Mm. sleeping tips. Yeah. Do it. I would, I kind of want a weighted blanket, but I also feel like I'd wake up in a panic because I feel like my claustrophobia would kick in. 
I really think you would love it. Don't like, I, I don't mean, sleep in it. I shouldn't sleep in it. I think that that's the issue I'm having. I shouldn't sleep in it because it makes me too hot. Um, yeah. I wake up a little dehydrated, but on the couch, it's great. Mm. You know, I have a habit and I feel like you probably have this too, where we sit on the couch and couch, couch. and couch and I feel like, okay, well, I'm just sitting on the couch now. I'm not doing anything productive. I'm going to go find something to do. And then I go do something. And I'm like, but I want to go sit on the couch. And then I go up and down, up and down. Yes. When I have the weighted blanket on, it really kind of calms that need. Mm, And so I'm able to sit for longer periods of time. (laughs) Yeah. It encourages my laziness. (laughs) No, I need that because I do get up like a million and one times. I'm like, I need water now. I need this now. I need to go check on something. You know what would make this perfect? If I turned on the candle. Right. Sit right, back like, down. Yeah. I need a snack. This this piece of paper is cluttering my coffee table. I'm going to pick it up. That is the story of my life, honestly. Just trying to perfect the vibe, but because I'm so busy perfecting the vibe. Yeah. There's no moment to be had. Yeah, it's called being, I think it's called being present and I need to work on that. I have zero presence throughout the day, I feel. I shouldn't say zero, that was dramatic. But, you know, (laughs) I'm not great at it. I think that's the lesson of the day. Yeah. Be present. What are you, Pam, what are you watching now that you're done with Bridgerton? Um, Just, you know, watching West Wing for the 20th time. Um. (laughs) Being. I could have predicted that. I I have a problem. No, you don't. It's a wonderful show. That is a, that is a beautiful show. So don't even feel bad about saying that you're watching that again. But I'm getting to the end of season four, which is the problem, because that's when Aaron Sorkin hopped off and then it spirals out of control a little bit. Um, what happened? Someone's don't people like know that I'm podcasting? I don't th- actually like it was someone and it makes the whole screen disappear even though I know oh, you can still see me so that scared me um but it was a I don't pick up unknown numbers not that I would pick up in the middle of a show I used to and then I learned my lesson yeah we don't do that we don't do that we don't do that we don't do that so stop calling us <laughs> That's the PSA for today. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love that dark glimmer came over both of our eyes. I know. I, I Don't call us anymore. anymore. <laughs> um, where were we? Oh, yeah. West Wing. What else am I doing? Um, I saw you were watching. Or is it a movie or is it a show? The Sinner? <gasps> it's a show. It's a show. Okay. I need to watch, watch it. The Sinner. Okay. Yep. Uh, another PSA, Watch The Sinner. Uh, it's Jessica Biel's show. She Ooh. is on, I think, the first couple seasons. Or maybe she's still on the third as well, but I haven't seen her yet. Um, I'm only like an episode or so in. The acting, Alexa. I was, I really, do you ever like see something on a show you know what's really funny? When we got on, we're like, this show, this episode's gonna be like five minutes, but now I can't You're stop like, talking. It's gonna be two seconds long. <laughs> five I can't stop hours talking. later. Isn't that always the case? I just quoted SpongeBob. Am I well? I, the, I'm not well because I didn't I don't watch SpongeBob. I mean, I don't it. either, but like I watched it like when I was a child. I I didn't. You didn't watch SpongeBob ever? Mm-mm. I watched Hey Arnold. I watched Rugrats. Well, when did so- interesting? I watched Fresh Prince. Oh yes, Fresh Prince. Hey Arnold, yes. Lizzie Loved McGuire. Hey Arnold. Love Lizzie McGuire. Oh my gosh, Memory Lane. Um, but there's a scene that I was watching two nights ago when I was watching The Sinner, and I had to. I think it's Matt Bomber. Matt Bomber. Bomber. How do you pronounce his name? phenomenal and bill pullman um there was a scene between them and i had to rewind it to see what he did again because it was Mm. amazing 
Ooh, I gotta watch it. I yeah. Think you're you're not the first person. Someone else told me to watch it too, and I just haven't. It's not Netflix. Yeah. Okay. It's Brilliant. very, very good. I don't know do why you, more people aren't talking about it. Do you think Shan will like it? Yes, I do. Okay. We should okay, that's it's, a good show. It's like for us kind of like a watching. crime show. It's it's Ooh. it's good. Okay. Mm, Mystery. Like very good. It's a puzzle. I like puzzles. Yeah. Let me know what you think um, when you start it. Yeah, no, I will definitely have to check it out. I need something to like sink my teeth into yeah. for sure. So yeah, Sinner, but then I stopped because I got sucked in by the by the TikTok. <laughs> by the TikTok. Ah, uh, <laughs> no. We're doing great. It's happening. Anything else? Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> you guys check out our Patreon. We're putting up some really fun stuff on there. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, all the things. Uh, you know what to do. Comment below with your sleeping tips. Yes, please. All the insomniacs please. out there, we'd love to hear from you. And we have some awesome interviews coming up, which I'm fucking stoked about. Um, yeah, thank you for watching. Thanks, guys. See you love next you. time. Love ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Please don't forget to like, share, subscribe, all the things. If for some reason you want to see more of us, you can follow us on Instagram at no one's okay. And a special thanks to Jordan Ross Weinhold, Sean Moore, Jason Crow, Claire Palmer, Jackson Palmer, Tiffany Hamoff, Shane Rings, James Liddell, and our podcast is recorded at Soundworks Studios. We, we can't, can't wait, wait to meet you. To meet you.